Welcome to another Something Came From Baltimore. I'm your host, Tom Gowker, and tonight on the phone, I have the jazz pianist, Christian Sands. Christian has been in the business for over 20 years, primarily working with Chris McBride, but being that in-demand musician. Be Water is Christian Sands' third solo release, and it is going to hit the streets on July 17th on the Mac Avenue record label. Be Water is just that. It's just loose enough to fit in all types of music genres. We've done 20 questions with Sean Jones, Joey Alexander, and Roosevelt Collier on Something Came From Baltimore in the past. Today, I'm going to do 20 questions with Christian Sands, but this is the COVID-19 special edition. Before we start the interview, let's listen to Sonar off of the new album, Be Water. Welcome, Christian Sands. The something came from Baltimore. How are you? I'm good. I'm really excited to talk to you. I've interviewed like a 20 questions just to get to know people. I've interviewed uh, Roosevelt Collier, Sean Jones, and Joey Alexander like this. But I thought for today, I'd like to do 20 questions uh, with a COVID-19 edition with you. I'll do my best. These are not your typical questions. Babyface or Teddy Riley? Oh, man. Babyface. That was a hard question. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, how many people have you deleted off your social media because they got on your nerves? Two. What was the last thing that you binged watch? Defending Jacob. What was your last hate text or angry post that you forwarded? Don't write them. And uh, the last one I forwarded was something something about um, what has been going on lately. A lot is going on lately. Like it, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's blowing so up. There's, yeah, there's no, specific, there's no specific one. I mean, yeah. I retweeted and I've tweeted about a lot of them. What is your uh, takeout of choice? Italian. How many days did you forget to take a shower? How many days did I forget to take a shower? Yeah. Zero. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to stay on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got screwed up a couple of times. How many, there you go. how many Karens did you get in contact with? How many Karens did I get in contact with? Yeah. What, today? Just in the last two months, the COVID, in the COVID time period. There's a lot of them. Yeah. There's more Karens now uh, than just ever. Say, just, just say more, more than, more than what I need in my life. There's Stepford Karens coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. Jill Scott or Erica Badil? Oh, I can't, I can't choose. I know it's rough in it. That's, that's hard. Didn't you, did, did you watch the video? I like, I sat there and cried. I, I missed it. Yeah, I was working. Great. Yeah, so I missed it, but it's still out there. Yeah. Oh, uh, good, good, good. How many days did you forget the day it was? Almost every day. 
(laughs) (laughs) Once this is over, what's the first thing you're going to do? Take a deep breath. What artist on the Mac Avenue label would you like to get fired that they're not good enough to be on the label? Oh, everybody's good enough to be on the label. Because everybody on that label is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Your birthday was May 22nd. What did you do on your birthday? Relax. Um, Binge watch Defending Jacob and Ozark. You're a Gemini, right? Would I like your other personality? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Or or no. I don't know. All Gemini's say that. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. Yes or no. I'm not sure. You were a protege of Dr. Billy Taylor at the time. Did mm-hmm. you know he was a living legend or did you just feel like you were just getting, you know, some practice with an older guy? I didn't know who Dr. Taylor was at that moment, but my father knew and my grandmother knew. Uh, they used to listen to his shows on the radio. You know, my grandmother listened to him on the David Frost show. Uh, my father grew up listening to his educational shows so they knew exactly who he was and uh it's a two week long program and so we auditioned for you send like a videotape in and we got accepted and i attended the first week and he asked me to stay on for the second week and the rest is history from there in smooth jazz the artists just ship their tracks to different band members but in this album, Be Water, this is a storyteller album. You're telling stories on each song. How did you handle the band members? Did you have them all in the same room? Yeah, for the most part. The horn section was in the same room. Um, I always feel that we should be connected when we record. You know, it's, it's the same thing as being having a conversation in a room together. I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Well, okay, so the the vocals are from the one and only Bruce Lee, the martial artist and uh, philosopher. The quote, be water, for me is about being at peace, but full of potential and full of drive, full of ambition. You're in the moment and you're reacting in the moment, but you're reacting in a confident way because you have everything under control. Be Water sure. has uh, the now-fired Sean Jones off the Mac Avenue label. You got him on the flugelhorn and the trumpet. Sean is like uh, one of my older brothers uh, i've known sean for so many years uh, performed in his own band uh, we performed in bands with christian mcbride we performed in other bands we've also just known each other he's also gemini as well coming up with this album i really wanted him to be a part of it because i mean he's just a badass trumpet player We're talking about Bruce Lee, and he's talking about if you don't go with the flow with water, you crash. And that's a song that it sounds so familiar to me, the, the, the theme at the beginning. And I don't know what that is or if that's taken from anything it's, or it's completely original. It's completely original. 
is awesome on this. The loose strings of the bass of Yasushi. Yasushi. Yeah. yeah. Nakamura. Yeah, he is killing it all through this album. Yeah, that's that's just Yasushi. That's just how he plays. He's a he's a funky <laughs> funky bass player and a master at it. You know, uh, I've been playing with him for longer than 10 years you know we've been making music together uh he's on the my other albums uh he first met in new york and you know he's one of my uh best friends you know so he's i love the way he plays and he plays with his soul he plays with his honesty and this this tact that not a lot of cats have no so uh he's very he's very special you know if he was alive during the motown era or the funk oh, yeah. era, things would have mm-hmm. happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and funny enough, he originally uh, started on electric bass. Not a lot of people know that, but he actually played electric bass before he played upright bass. But you, I mean, you wouldn't be able to tell because his upright bass is so incredible. So you can only imagine what his electric bass sounds like. There's a, yeah. a, a beautiful cover of the Can't Find My Way Back Home. Well, I picked that. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Blind Faith. I'm a fan of just good music. My younger brother introduced me to that song, actually. Uh, we were just talking about things that we were listening to uh, maybe last year. You know, we just were on the phone just like, hey, man, you know, I, I just got this new record or I'm listening to such and such right now. You know, uh, we compare things that we're listening to all the time and he just happened to be listening to that album and so i was like well let me check it out and uh it came up because i had i got the chance to see eric clapton perform uh at royal albert hall in, in london and we were just talking about music and talking about eric and talking about just good soul music and blind faith came up and i was like all right well let me see what i can do with it you know song Drive feels to me like a radio-ready, like, windows-down kind of jam. I wrote the idea in a sound check that I had. I knew I wanted to have guitar because I'm a product of, we call it 
picking, you know, guitar picking. And so I wanted that sound. I, you know, I'm a product of James Brown. So I wanted it to have its own personality, to have something new with it. And I know that uh, that's something different. You know, I wanted it to be an impression of the picking. For me, one, you know, one of the best impressionistic guitars, I, can, I guess I can call them, is Marvin Sewell. You know, I mean, I love the way he plays. I love the way he approaches things. You know, it's it has this intention of being there, but it has its own essence and it has its own distinct color to it. And I love it. And so um, I want to use him. And then uh, writing with Marcus, I mean, I love playing with him. I mean, we're really good friends. We talk every single day. And I wanted to write a song with him, you know. Um, and so I came up with a melody and just... Uh, tried to just go back and forth with him either through the phone or voicemails or emails and we came up with uh where he would appear you know as the feature and he decided to put down some bass clarinet at the end because he's just a master at the bass clarinet and the sound of it and so it all unfolded like that The surprise of the album is really Water 2, where you bring in a string quartet. And now yep. this to me is like a big kiss to Oscar Peterson. I find this to be uh, something that he would have you know, pulled off. It's, it's really lush and um, expensive. contacted a friend of mine, Miho Hazama, who is a really great friend of mine. We went to school together, Manhattan School of Music. Uh, we did college together. And we'd always said that we were going to do something together. You know, and that was a long, that was a while ago. Um, and so making this project, I heard a string quartet with specifically this song. And so, you know, the first chance I got, I was you know, I, I wanted to call Miho and ask her to join me on this quest of creating this album and specifically this song. And so she had contacted, uh, she got the string quartet together and they did an absolute fantastic, fantastic job. You know, uh, it was the first time there was no rehearsal. 
so we just went into the studio, uh, set the microphones up, got them all comfortable, you know, ran over it maybe twice. And then we re press record, you know, and what you hear is what you get. Wow, that's shocking. And they, they did <laughs> such an incredible, incredible job too. Yeah. Um, and beautiful, absolutely beautiful people. Um, and uh, it was really special to hear my work with strings. I've written for strings before, but uh, it's different when you get to finally record that sound for yourself, you know. We're talking to Christian Sands. The album is titled Be Water. It'll be available to the world on July 17th. Thank you, Christian Sands, for chatting with me on Something Came From Baltimore. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Hi, it's Tom Gowker, and I am the host of Something Came From Baltimore. Something Came From Baltimore is a words and music podcast, and it has famous and future famous artists, artists like Sean Jones, Rupert Holmes, Auntie Hammy, Joey DeFrancesco, Go Go Penguin, Joey Alexander, Bucanti, Gerald Albright, Paula Cole, and Kat Edmondson. It's music that matters. It's music for your ears. Listen and subscribe to Something Came From Baltimore and be a part of that Be More music scene.